Native New Life Fellowship of Anchorage presents Native New Life Radio. This weekly meeting features Alaska Natives sharing the love of Jesus Christ. Join us now for Native New Life Radio. A new life I now know And my heart all aglow Trust in Jesus And you'll see Just how happy life can be There is peace within my heart today Causes me to sing I have joy within my soul That only Christ can bring And I'm happy, oh so happy For a new life in Him I'm a child of the Across the rolling tundra Where the rivers run so free I will tell the wondrous story Of Christ and Calvary He means everything to me A new life I now know And my heart All aglow Trust in Jesus And you'll see Just how happy life can be Just how happy life can be Father God, we come to you in the name of Jesus Lord, we thank you for the new life that we have in you, Lord Lord, we thank you for the cross. We thank you for your death, your burial, and your resurrection. Again, we praise you and want to honor you in our meeting tonight, Lord. Just be with us. Help us to just praise and worship you, Lord. We give you all the honor, all the glory. Thank you for those that are here. Thank you for those that are online, Lord. Just give them a special blessing today. Again, we praise you. Thank you. And all God's children said, Amen. Amen. Isn't it wonderful to have a new life in Christ? Amen. <clears throat> Jesus, keep me near the cross. There a precious fountain, free to all a Till my rest. 
tortured soul shall find rest beyond the river near the cross a trembling soul love and mercy cross there's a precious fountain amen it's free to all of us who want it amen you know you see what Peter did when he was going to walk on water he was walking on water 
And he took his eyes off of Jesus, and what happened to him? He sunk. And that goes for us as we walk with the Lord. We continually need to keep our eyes on him. Soon as we take our eyes off of him, boom, we sink. Amen. What a friend we have in sins and griefs to Friends despise for sake. 
What a friend, amen? Hallelujah. Now we'll get into a special time, and there's lots of people to choose from, so... Helena, what do you have to say tonight? I'm going to put my wife on the spot since there's not very many. Then I'll have Hillary, and then I'll have Ada, and then I'll have Oscar's group. We praise and thank the Lord for the workers and uh, those of you that continuously come to get uplifted and share and bless others. It is a blessing to hear and to sing music and praises to the Lord. And we pr- and uh, we're looking forward to spending our summer at Port Lines. We'll be leaving on Thursday, and we won't be back until August. And we praise and thank him for the fish we are going to catch and smoke and jar and kipper. And thank you, Lord. <laughs> and we just praise the Lord for all of you that continuously love and praise the Lord. Amen. God is good. He provides all our needs. Amen. Hello. For anyone that doesn't know me, my name is Hilary Toyakuk. I'm going to sing Heaven's Point of View. Today I faced a mountain that I had no strength to climb. And the struggle of this journey's left me weak, both in body and in mind. From where I stand to the peak is a distance on my own I cannot reach. So this journey of a thousand steps begins right here on my knees. Soon I'll soar like an eagle. to the heavens where I can almost see God's face rising in a splendor to heights I never knew what once looked like a mountain's just a hill from heaven's point of view. I may face things tomorrow I can't comprehend today. Circumstances so uncertain make it hard to find the strength to pray but I'm living in the promise I'll never leave you I'll always see you through so what's this mountain to an eagle flying high from heaven's point of view Soon I'll soar like an eagle 
God's face, rising in a splendor to heights I never knew. What once looked like a mountain's just a hill. From heaven's point of view. I'm going to read a verse from Jeremiah 31, 16 and 17. This is what the Lord gave me um, a couple of days ago when I was going through so much thinking about my son. In verse 16, Thus saith the Lord, Refrain thy voice from weeping and thine eyes shall from tears. For thy work shall be rewarded, says the Lord, and they shall come again from the land of the enemy. And in verse 17, and there is hope in, the, in thine end, says the Lord, that thy children shall come again to their own border. Amen. And I just want to thank God for keeping me up, even though I want to fall down, but I, I won't let that enemy win. Amen? Amen. Amen. So keep praying for my son. He chose to be where he wants to be in this world. He's homeless. He's lost. But all I can do is abide with God. Amen. Amen. Sometimes my way seems rough and long but the road to heaven is a road to home. But trials here will soon be o'er. I see Jesus on the other side. Dear Jesus,
Jesus, abide with me. Amen. Isaiah 41 verse 10. Do not fear, for I am with you. Do not anxiously look about you, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. Surely I will help you. Surely I will uphold you with my righteous right hand.
When we repeat the chorus, you may join in the chorus. We'll sing it in English, but the two and second stanza and chorus will sing it in Yupik. Sing is uh, 
I can't even walk without you holding my hand. No. 
ground I can't even walk without you holding my hand Lord I can't even walk without you holding my Amen. Hallelujah. How true that is, huh? I can't even walk without him holding my hand. Sasa, you have something to share? Not tonight? Okay. Well, that's good then. Anybody uh, for the message will... uh, Holy Spirit got you, huh? Yeah. (laughs) Yali do. I know we all go through troubles, and um, sometimes it seems like all of those troubles come all at once, and I've had a deluge of problems these past couple of weeks, and I've just, for some reason, I've been going back and thinking that I can do something about it, but there's nothing I can do that makes me feel right, and I end up calling someone who tells me you need to read this (laughs) and um, she had me read Philippians today and what got me was 4-4 rejoice in the Lord always I will say it again rejoice let your gentleness be evident to all the Lord is near do not be anxious about anything but in every situation by prayer and petition with thanksgiving present your requests to God and the peace of God which transcends all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in Jesus Christ he's there Sometimes I don't feel like, sometimes I just don't feel like I want to get out of bed. It's really hard at times, and I've been dealing with um, some past issues that have been bringing up some negative thoughts, and I don't like having negative thoughts of anybody, really. And then my cat died, and it was like, wow, Everything's hitting me all at once. (laughs) But he loves me. And he let me go through what I went through. I have no idea why. I don't think he did it. I think he was just holding me through it all. I love you guys. Don't ever forget that he's there. And no matter what happens... He's always holding us, isn't he? I'm going to try this one. I don't know if I can. I wandered so aimless, life full of sin. I wouldn't let my dear Savior in. Then Jesus came like a stranger in the night. Praise the Lord, I saw the light. Just like the blind man, I wandered along. 
Worries and fears I claimed for my own. Then like the blind man that God gave back his sight. Praise the Lord, I saw the light. I saw the light, I saw the light. No more darkness, no more night. Now I'm so happy, no sorrow in sight. Praise the Lord, I saw the light. I was a fool to wander and stray. Straight is the gate and narrow the way. Now I have traded the wrong for the right. Praise the Lord, I saw the light. I saw the light, I saw the light. No more darkness, no more night. Now I'm so happy, no sorrow in sight. Praise the Lord, I saw the light. Thanks, you guys. <laughs> Hallelujah. Thank you all for sharing. And now we'll get up and stretch before Oscar comes and shares the word. And we'll greet one another, welcome one another. I'll fly away. 60, while they're... While you're welcoming one another, I'll fly away, D. Some glad morning when this life is o'er, fly away to a home on God's celestial shore. I'll fly away. I'll fly away, oh glory, I'll fly away. When I die, hallelujah, by and by, I'll fly away. Just a few more weary days and then and I fly a land where joy shall never end I'll fly away I'll fly away oh glory I'll fly away when I die hallelujah by and by I'll fly away when the shadows of this life have gone. I'll fly away like a bird from prison bars have flown. I'll fly away. I'll fly away, oh glory, I'll fly away. When I die, hallelujah, by and by, I'll fly 
away, fly away. Oscar. Hi, good evening. Always good to be at Native New Life and to share songs and testimonies because we all have God holding us as a body of believers. And once again, we come to God's Word tonight. And the message tonight is that God is above everything. He's the ultimate authority in heaven and earth. Not only that, his word also is the ultimate authority in our lives. God's word has has power. And in Hebrews, it says that his word is sharper than a two-edged sword, able to pierce the soul. In other words, the Holy Spirit using God's word speaks to us in a way that nothing else gets closer than that because it's God himself speaking to us. And as we read God's word, we, we begin to get a better understanding of what God really is like, what he likes and what he doesn't like, and how he works in our lives, and that our faith, our Christian walk, should be shaped by his word. First Peter chapter 2, verse 12, it says, Therefore, let me back up to one chapter, one verse 23. For you have been born again, not of seed which is perishable, but imperable, imperishable, that is through the living and enduring word of God. That's how we get to know and understand God's salvation, the Holy Spirit working through his word. All flesh is like grass, and all its glory like the flower of grass. The grass withers and the flower falls, but the word of the Lord endures forever. And this is the word which was preached to you. Therefore, putting aside all malice and all deceit and hypocrisy and envy and all slander, like newborn babes long for the pure milk of the word so that by it you may grow in respect to salvation. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we come to you again, and as we go into your word, your word that you have given us, it comes from you. 
we ask for your help in leading that uh, you open our hearts and minds to understand your word. You have given us the Holy Spirit, the helper, who guides us into the truth in each and every believer. And so we ask that um, you help us to understand and apply to our lives and our faith. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. We just read in that verse that like newborn babies, newborn babies as we have seen them, they crave for milk because at that point that's all they can eat and live by and it says long for the pure milk of the word God has not provided us any other way for us to get to know him and to learn about him and how we should walk in our Christian lives other than the word of God. God has not instructed us in any other way to look for anything else besides his word. And like I said, it's, this is how we get to know God, the Lord Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit, and that mankind has had the problem of sin and God has provided no other way than Jesus Christ to deal with that. And so the point of tonight's message is that this is what we need to rely on in our earthly walk is the word of God because it rests on God's authority alone. And it says in, in Psalms that his word is established in heaven. And when it comes to our physical bodies, God has designed it and made it in such a way that we need water and food to keep it nursed. Otherwise, we become weak and malnourished and eventually no strength to do anything. And that's how important God's word is to our, our Christian lives. Without it, we will falter. Without it, we will stumble. Without it, we will make more errors and mistakes than we should. Because this is what should point us in the right direction in our lives. And it, it's a dangerous thing while we're on this earth to stray from God's word. Why is it dangerous to stray from God's word without testing it? There, there's a lot of things that we hear and see. And very important that we filter everything through here. Why 
is it dangerous to not filter everything through God's word? We, without reading and having God's word guide us in every day, we, we, we can accept and swallow anything, good or bad. And again, why is it important? Second Corinthians chapter 11, verse 14. It says, No wonder, for even Satan disguises himself as an angel of light. Satan disguises himself as an angel of light. Not only that, go to 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 1. But the Spirit explicitly says that in later times, some will fall away from the faith, paying attention to deceitful spirits and doctrines of demons. So it talks about Satan who disguises himself as an angel of light, and there's also deceitful spirits, and there's also doctrines of demons. What about at the level of human beings? Matthew chapter 15, verse 9. Matthew 15, verse 9, it says, But this people, verses 8 and 9, This people honors me with their lips, but their heart is far away from me. But in vain do they worship me, teaching as doctrines the precepts or teachings of men. So when we're not grounded in God's truth, those things will lead us astray unchecked. Satan, demons, and the teachings of earthly men, they will lead us astray. They will lead us down the wrong, the wrong path. And so, we, we, we need to remember, very important in our Christian lives, that we need to understand that God has given us his word with power and authority from him. Psalms chapter 24, verse 12. Psalm, excuse me, Psalms chapter 24, verse 1 and 2. The earth is the Lord's and all it contains, the world and those who dwell in it, and that's us. He has founded it upon the seas and established it upon the rivers. The earth is the Lord's and all it contains, and those who dwell in it. And we need to understand and respect God because he's the creator and he has authority over all, 
all things. God has pronounced blessing to all those who will read and obey his word regularly. Not once in a great while, but regularly. We need to let God's word work in our lives. How did Jesus say? What did Jesus say about that? John 14, verse 23. Jesus answered and said to him, If anyone loves me, he will keep my word. In other words, soak it in and obey it and walk with him. And my father will love him. And here's the good part. We will come to him and make our abode with him. That is a very wonderful promise that Jesus and the Father will come and dwell in us when we read and obey his word. And we really need that in our lives is to have the presence of God in us personally to carry us through life situations. And there's also curses for not believing his word. Go to Second Thessalonians. Second Thessalonians. Chapter 1, verses 5 through 9. This is a plain indication of God's righteous judgment, so that you will be considered worthy of the kingdom of God, for which indeed you are suffering. For after all, it is only just for God to repay with affliction those who afflict you. And to give relief to you who are afflicted and to us as well when the Lord Jesus will be revealed from heaven with his mighty angels in flaming fire, dealing out retribution to those who who do not know God and to those who do not obey the gospel of our Lord Jesus. And here's the curse. These will pay the penalty of eternal destruction away from the presence of the Lord and from the glory of his, his power. It says very clearly that those who do not obey the gospel of our Lord Jesus, these will pay the penalty of eternal destruction away from the presence of of the Lord. So there's blessing for following and obeying His word, and there's curses for not believing and obeying His word. We have a lot of experiences. While we live this earthly life, good and bad, times when 
we're joyful, we're happy in times when we're sad and hopeless. And there are times when the devil and his demons, they bring their attacks on us. Painful times. And so, for those times, God has given again his word to help us stand by his power, by his grace. And in Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10 through 17, he calls it the armor of God to help us stand through his word. Verse 12 said, verse 11, put on the full armor of God so that you will be able to stand firm against the schemes of the devil that you will be able to stand firm. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the powers, against the world forces of this darkness, against the spiritual forces of wickedness in the heavenly places. Verse 13 says, Therefore take up the full armor of God, so that you will be able to resist in the evil day, and having done everything to stand firm. Unmoved in our faith, however challenged it is, whatever hard times we go through that causes us a lot of hardship and causes us to question our faith in him. Because the battlefield is in our mind, and that's where Satan fights us. And that's where he tells us that it's not worth following God. It's not worth praying. It's not worth reading his word. Because at the moment nothing is changing. That's how Satan fights us. But here it is in his word. Take up the full armor of God and that's his word. And in the end it will leave us standing firm in him unmoved we will feel a lot of pain we do feel a lot of broken hearts grief and whatever this these challenges throw at us but again God's word is clear that having done everything to stand firm stand firm therefore having girded your loins with with truth and having put on the breastplate of righteousness, and having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of, of peace, in addition to all, taking up the shield of faith, which you will be able to extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one, and take the helmet of salvation, the, sport, the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. Again and again it points us to God's word, we read these things, we will learn these things that will allow us to stand firm in our faith in him. So with all these things that Satan throws at us, 
and his demons. God has provided a way to stand in him. When we put on the gospel, the, the armor of God, God is right there with us. He's with us. God's word also provides practical wisdom to live our lives. That's in the book of Proverbs. And I'll just read a couple examples of how it offers practical advice for us to live. Proverbs 10 verse 12. Hatred stirs up strife. When a person is filled with hatred, the end result is strife. Human tensions. Families get broken up. But love covers all transgressions. Proverbs 21 verse 19. It is better to live in a desert land than with a contentious and vexing woman in a relationship, whether it be a man or a woman. If we have a an argumentative spirit that is quick to argue. It doesn't bring peace to the home or the family. To have contentious contentions and infightings. Proverbs 24 verse 19, 24, verse 19. Do not fret or do not worry because of evildoers or be envious of the wicked. For there will be no future for the evil man. The lamp of the wicked will be put out. And then the last one in Proverbs 26 verse 17. When you take a dog by the ears, most likely it's going to bite you. Proverbs 26, verse 17. Like one who takes a dog by the ears, is he who passes by and meddles with strife not belonging to him. When we interfere with other people's problems and fights without being asked, the Bible is clear. We're most likely going to get bitten by that strife too, to get involved in those other people's 
fights, family fights, whatever. It, God's word is all reaching, spiritually and in practical living. It's better to have a peaceful home. And when there is a peaceful spirit, God really blesses that with his peace and makes it a loving and peaceful home. Since Adam and Eve fell and the rest of mankind, including us, trouble came upon mankind. And as a result, there are some times when Hearts are broken by whatever situations we encounter. By hardships. We grieve. Hearts are broken. The tears flow. And we need someone stronger than us to carry us through and to comfort us, to help us. And we have that somebody. In Second Corinthians chapter 1, verse 3 and 4. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies and God of all comfort, who comforts us in all our afflictions, so that we will be able to comfort those who are in any affliction with the comfort with which we ourselves are comforted by God. When we're down and when everything seems hopeless, God is right there with us, with his mercy with the right touch and comfort that we need. For each and every person who's, he, who's hurting, God being God and God being our creator, he knows how to tailor that comfort to fit each individual. For us, each one of us. He knows how to tailor fit that comfort that we need for our situation. That's the wisdom, wisdom of God. And he gives us hope, hope for the future. All these false religions in the world, they're mostly religions of fear. They bring fear, my, my, oh, something will happen to my body or a curse will come upon you. And they don't offer that future hope. Only God does. Isaiah chapter 25, verse 8. 
future. He, God, will swallow up death for all time. And the Lord God will wipe tears away from all faces. What did Jesus personally say to that? John chapter 6. John chapter 6. Verses um, 39 and 40. This is the will of him who sent me that of all that he has given me, that means each and every believer, I lose nothing. We will never be lost from God's grip. But raise it upon the last day. For this is the will of my Father, that everyone who beholds the Son and believes him will have eternal life. And here's the best part. Jesus saying it, and I myself will raise him up on the last day. Jesus isn't saying, I'll task my angels to come and wake you up. It says, I myself will raise him up on the last day. That same Jesus who hung on the cross, who was raised back to life, when Jesus was hung on the cross, he was, he was bloodied, bruised, swollen, unrecognizable. But when he was raised on the third day, he was raised up in a perfect, glorious body. That's how he will raise us up. That's the kind of hope that he gives us. So, in all of life situations the importance of God's word Psalms 119 105 your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path he really is that because if, if we don't pick up a light in darkness or if we don't flip that switch on we remain in darkness but if we take it up, if we take up that flashlight, that source of light, and this is our source of light, it's a light unto our path. God provides us that light. And there's a reason why, when we started with that verse in First Peter chapter 2, we're told, we're told to pick up God's word. But there's a reason it says, putting aside all malice. That means any evil thoughts or hatred to any person besides us. And all deceit, falsehood, hypocrisy, envy, slander. These things will get in the way of God's word. It'll hinder us. And that's why it commands, commands us, tells us to lay those things aside. And it's pretty hard when someone has hurt us to forgive them. It doesn't come by own power, by our own power. So that's why for these situations, 
we need to pray every day for God to help us in those situations. And lastly, when it comes to the danger of adding to God's word, Proverbs chapter 30, verse 5 and 6. Every word of God is tested. He is a shield to those who take refuge in him. And here's the warning. Do not add to his words or he will reprove you and you will be proved a liar. The safest thing that we can ever do is read God's word and not add to it or take away from it or don't go chasing after dreams or visions or what have you. Because God in all his authority has given us his word. And to help us understand it, he has given us the Holy Spirit to help us all in these life situations. Let's pray. Our gracious Heavenly Father, not only have you saved us, not only have you forgiven us, not only have you given us new life, you haven't left us standing alone. You have given us your Holy Spirit to each and every believer to dwell in us. You, you can't get any closer than that by being in us, in each and every believer. That's as close as you will ever be to us is to be within us. You have given us your word which is the sword of the Spirit, which is how the Holy Spirit speaks your word to us, is by your word. Your word which helps us to understand about you. Your word which helps us to live our daily lives. Your word which comforts a broken heart. Your word which gives hope in the face of hopelessness that yes, you can and will change things in answer to our prayers. And thank you for that blessed hope where you personally, Lord Jesus, will read, will raise each believer in the end to a new and glorious living eternal life where there will be no more death and there will be no more tears because you will have taken care of those things. And you can, you alone can heal a heart like no other. You alone can give hope like no other. You alone can give light like no one else can, that true light. You alone can heal. You alone can forgive You alone can cleanse like no other and raise us to new life. And so we ask that you bless your word tonight. Help us to walk with you humbly. 
and help us to dwell in your word and be with us all as we go home tonight to our homes that you bless us all with the blessing of your presence and peace in our homes. Guide us safely home and bless tonight's Native New Life service. Bless everyone who came. Bless those who are listening out in radio land through the broadcast ministry. In Jesus' precious and holy name we pray. Amen. You've been listening to Native New Life Radio presented by Native New Life Fellowship in Anchorage. You can contact Native New Life by writing to Anchorage Native New Life, P.O. Box 231148, Anchorage, Alaska 99523. Or visit the Native New Life website at www.nativenewlife.org. Native New Life Fellowship meets Monday evenings at 7 p.m. in the Change Point Auditorium in Anchorage at Raspberry in Minnesota. Join us again next time for Native New Life Radio.